Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my beloved chums. Now, I want you to pack your portmanteau and don your shades because our word exploration today is going global. Paul C. Brunson is a matchmaker, philanthropist, presenter, and my very dear chum. He was born in New York City and settled in Washington, but very lucky he is currently sequestered in old London town. He was the discovery of the demi-deity that is Oprah Winfrey when she created Love Town. This microcosmic experiment looked at all kinds of love under the microscope, and the beautiful retina on the other side belonged to Paul. In our 80-episode collaboration on Celebsco Dating, I have never authored a poem for him. This is hugely remiss of me and something I intend to rectify right now. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me the perfect chum. Who knew from a television show that into my life he'd come? As matchmakers go, he is, well, unmatched. It's not merely finding pairs. The empathy in his bespoke advice shows just how much he cares. He's philanthropist too. Oh, and entrepreneur, his bow has a lot of strings. And my theater buddy and confidant, this Cupid has earned his wings. He talks of shared values providing the key to finding an ideal love. And since I share his, does it also apply to chums who go hand in glove? For he is the gas that's turned right up, igniting my burner of Bunsen, making our hearts skip a beat or three. It's Mr. Paul Carrick Bunsen. See, see, that is, that's the first poem. First one that you've ever laid on me. I've written them for your kids, but not for you, I suddenly realized. Yeah, well, I'd say I feel now special, <laughs> even more special than before. And yes, you asked, uh, do values apply? to friends absolutely absolutely it's that same universality of values yes it is shared values always wins oh my and we must talk about this show because i couldn't believe it i didn't actually calculate until i was researching for the show that it's 80 episodes we've done together can you believe it you know what i cannot believe that because i remember when you celebrated your 100th show i know 
that felt. <laughs> it feels like yesterday. Doesn't it? Yeah. No, actually, it feels like ten years ago. How long have I been here? <laughs> that was last year, wasn't it? <laughs> you were like, surely it's eight hundred. <laughs> Oh, darling. Now, darling, something else that's happened today is you're joining a rather exclusive club that I like to call the Patronym Club. The Patronym meaning father, and nim meaning name, names that come from the father historically. And we've had the wonderful actor, Sean Gibson, son of Gilbert, and I'm Wilson, son of William, and you're Brunson, son of Brown. But your name terminates at your great-great-grandfather. Tell me why. Yeah, and, and this is this is unfortunate. You know, African-Americans, most African-Americans derived from the enslaved. So when you had slaves coming over, should I say enslaved, coming over in the 16 to 1700s, yes. they were given the last name of their slave owners. Now, my last name, Brunson, comes from what is currently called the town of Brunston in South Carolina. Oh, my. Yes. But it was previously a slave plantation. All of the slaves on that plantation were given Brunson. Then when the slaves were set free, slaves took that same last name. Now, some of them misspelled it. So you'll see some Brunsons are spelled differently, B-R-O-N-S-O-N or B-R-U-N-S-E-N. But we're all really a derivative of that plantation, unfortunately. Yes, yes. And I know that you've told me before that that's what Malcolm X was dead against, hence the X and getting rid of the little. But is there still that tug of war between plantation names and and identity? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think the uh, Black Power Movement in the 1970s really cemented the fact that as Black people, for us to be truly emancipated, we had to identify our own name. And that's exactly what you said Malcolm X did. Uh, You know, he was Malcolm Little, as you mentioned. And then when he joined the Nation of Islam and really became empowered, you know, Elijah Muhammad at that time, who was leading the Nation of Islam, said, that was your plantation name. That's not your true name. And actually, in Malcolm X's case, uh, he was told that his, his true name would reveal itself, right? And eventually it was uh, Shabazz. So, yes. so, uh, so yeah, it's, 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 it's very unfortunate, but that's also where ancestry DNA, et cetera, comes in because you can now map exactly where we are from, where my wife and I, you know, Jill, we're from between Ghana and Nigeria. And hopefully in some time we'll be able to pinpoint exactly the tribe and then find oh. our true life. Well, we have listeners in Ghana. Okay. Well, so tell tell me what is my oh, yeah. last name? <laughs> what is my real last name? Then someone please tell you know, me. It's what strikes me is that it's still so pertinent now. I mean, George Floyd has just died at the hands of, of a policeman. That name comes from John Floyd, almost certainly a, a politician who owned the Floyd Plantation in Georgia. And so you know, it came from a politician. It came from the state. He was killed by the state. And so you can see how pertinent that wrestle still is. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's yeah. downright sad and outrageous. And and as you're to your point, you can understand the, the the conflict. You can understand the turmoil. You can understand the confusion. And so I I'm I'm a massive advocate for knowing where you came from. Yeah, that's that's very important. Uh, you have to know your history. And yeah. so hopefully hopefully one of your listeners in Ghana will tell me what my last name is. <laughs> 
Yes, from your lips to their ears. Here we go. Um, Donnie, what's most extraordinary about that plantation is that, you know, you're a boy that grew up in New York City. Yes. And then suddenly your huge television debut was in Kingsland, Georgia, a mere three hours drive from the plantation that your great-great-grandfather was enslaved in. And I kind of think, imagine him looking down at that quantum leap that the generations made. Did you sort of sense that being so close? You know, not at all. But now that you say it, you know, I would say uh, I think it's it's incredible. You know, I remember showing Jill photos before we went to the plantation, showing her photos of the plantation, thinking yes. about think of all of the heinous travesty and crime and just just terribleness. Right. That happened yes. in that place. And then, as you're saying, three hours down the road, right, gave birth to this new chapter of my life. Love you know, Town. It, was it, it was incredible. Was it when you were filming Love Town that you visited? Yes. Yeah. So, so Love Town was with the good old uh, Lady O or oh, Oprah. Yes. Still, my heart, yeah. Miss Winfrey. You, were, you know, T. Have I ever told you that when you work with her, you call her Miss Winfrey? Do you really? Yes. No, I just said that. <gasps> See, oh, gosh. You, you're meant to work with her then. <laughs> <laughs> Again, from your lips, stunning. Yeah, but but this this is the case because I walked and I said, "Oprah, right?" And uh, someone pulled me aside. I said, "No, no, 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 no. She's she's Miss Winfrey." <laughs> so she's Miss Winfrey when you are when you're working. But um, it it was a uh, it was a game changer for me because I I had never intended to be in television and to have my first television opportunity with Miss Oprah Winfrey yes. was a life changing. Pretty heady start. Pretty heady. And what else emerged in terms of lexicon? Brunsonisms, which also found its way into your book. Uh, my favorite of which is probably the Vital V's, which you're famous for. Tell me about the Vital V's. Oh, <laughs> this is a good question. Some of the V's I don't know about, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that you've been getting intimately acquainted with for 19 years. But um, not, that. <laughs> not that V, another V. So uh, vulnerability. Oh, is, yes. Vulnerability is, I think, the most powerful V. And that's something that we all have a challenge with. And vulnerability is about really revealing, or should I say, unveiling your yeah. true self. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at the... the root of that word, if you look at volness, the, the Latin root meaning to wound, etymologically, it means the ability to be wounded. And I always say that, you know, life is like a seesaw, really, and that vulnerability is the fulcrum. And yes, it makes you go down, but it also makes you go up. Well, wow, that's interesting. And that makes sense, because I was often taught that vulnerability is placing your heart in someone else's uh, custody. Yes. And therefore, they can caress it and care for it, or they can crush it, they can wound it. Yes. So there you go. T yeah, t I have to take that note. It's that thing that I think professionally and romantically is true, that you sort of stand on the edge of the precipice naked, yeah. saying, here I am. Love me, hate me, but here I am. <laughs> right. you know? Please, yeah, please don't laugh at me if I'm naked in front of you. That's the, <laughs> that's the... <laughs> and if you go back to the seesaw without that fulcrum, it's just a bench. There's no movement in life. Well said, well said, well said. What's the other V, Mr. B? Oh, man. How, there's so many Vs. Help me. I mean, 
victorious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you always talk about values. Oh my, yeah. Well, you started that right out the gate with values, our shared values. Oh yes, in the poem, yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah, that that is, I believe, fundamentally the most important match criteria for anyone in our life, whether it be romantically or socially, professionally, shared values. Values are your, that's your rule book to life. And if you have a different set of rules for your life than, than I, then then it's a very it's very hard for us to coexist together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's that kind of misconception isn't it about having everything in common making a relationship work because you say you can have very divergent interests as long as your core values are identical yeah like t we both of us we appreciate art and artistry yes we do yes but yet i mean t when's the last uh hip-hop album that you listened to or um afrobeats that that you listen to well tell me Who's your favorite Afrobeats artist, T? Oh, don't <laughs> mortify me on my own podcast. Can I, can, I, can I mortify you again? Do you know what I was blown away? I will never forget this. I will oh God, never. what are you going to say? I'm telling you, T, you blew my mind. When we were playing some game we were playing, and it was a guess, you had to guess, right, the, the artist or the guess the person. Yeah. And it, you had to guess who Drake was. Oh, and you and you asked who who is Drake? Do you remember that? I should can we cut this thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to keep this. This D, D, This is this is but this shows you you could do the same thing to me, right? I'm an ignoramus. I'm an absolute <laughs> I'm learning from you. I am. But it's the same thing. I'm learning. You introduced me to the West End, you know? Oh, it, yes. Your first West End play was with me. Yes. Wonderful yes. inheritance. Huge shout out to everyone involved with that. Oh, it my was, gosh. Incredible. It was incredible. And so that's, but that's, see, so we value, we value that creativity and artistry. Yes. But yet our interest within that are different. Yes, 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 absolutely. Well, today, I'd like to probe you deeper still all right, we get away. regional with Paul Carrick Brunson. Let's do it. Darling, where exactly were you born? I was born, and I'm very proud of this, Queens, Jamaica, Queens, New York City, New York. And your family were fairly liberal of nickname. <laughs> very, very liberal, very liberal. They were liberal of, uh, of, of all things. Uh, and, and, and the reason why they were liberal of all things is they never cut my hair. <laughs> and so because, because they never cut my hair, it was so long, they would have to tie it into two, you know, pigtails. And so everyone in my family would call me Pippi Longstocking. So my nickname is Pippi. And if we were to call my father right now, he would say, hey, Pippi, what's going on? So I loved her, darling. Because she was so spunky and strong, like holding her horse aloft with one arm. <laughs> just amazing. Yeah. I mean, very I, apropos with you, because I mean, you're very thick of arm too, aren't you? Well, I tell you, ever since this lockdown has happened, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I've lost like 100 pounds in lockdown. It's terrible. It's a terrible thing. Well, you look pretty broad of deltoid to me. That's all I can okay. say. <laughs> 
looking good, darling. <laughs> Do you know, nickname is quite curious, etymologically speaking, because that is from the old English eek. And you know the phrase to eek something out, to kind of lengthen it or add to it. It's the same thing. Originally, it was eek name, the kind of additional name or lengthening of the name. And then it mutated in that kind of Chinese whispery way. Interesting. It's a nickname. So, you know, also is eek is to then stretch then. Yes, yes. But you're, you're elongating through addition. Through a, oh, okay. E-K-E is adding on. Adding on, now, okay. Now, okay. Look at this. Now, when you were born in Jamaica, Queens, in yes. 1974. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yes. Something else, seminal and pivotal, was born at the same time, wasn't it? Yes, and that is the most powerful, impactful, seminal piece of art ever created, and that is what we call hip-hop. So oh, nice. hip-hop, rap music, start yeah. at the same time. DJ Cool Herc from Jamaica. Right? Yes. So, so let it be known that Jamaicans created hip-hop music as well. In right Jamaica, here. Queens, or largely? Uh, I wish I could I could lay claim to, to that. It, it was it was in the boroughs, like so. Uh, a lot of people say it was Bronx, um, but uh, you know it was New York City. It, was, it New- was, it was. So you were growing up, kind of being like a Hoover for all this new lexicon in the rap and hip hop world. Did that mean that there was kind of a generational disconnect between your generation and your parents in terms of all this new language? Definitely. And can I say, too, is if you were to ask me that question six months ago, I would not know what you just asked me because I didn't know what Hoover was. But now. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's an eponym. And Aisha, lovely producer, and I were talking about eponyms right before you arrived. It's the name of the inventor, like um, Bloomers is another eponym because I think Amelia Bloomer designed them so that she could cycle because those yeah. Victorian skirts were not fitting. And Biro is another one and Cardigan and Wellingtons. See, of them. see, I had no idea. Everyone would say Hoover. I was like, what? what? 
but 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 so but but you're absolutely right is that you know so hip hop uh even to this day is a reflection of what's happening in the streets right and in particular it's a reflection of what's happening in quote unquote ghettos and and in hoods yes and so uh the terms that were used were it was completely oblivious to like my parents what we were talking about which was great so it was kind of like yeah. my brother and I and my friends were talking code and they, yes, yes. they had no idea what we were saying yeah, <laughs> you know, I like I'll never forget. I remember the first time just saying like basic things like, "Oh, mom, like that's a bad outfit you have on," and her saying, "This is a bad outfit. This is I spent so much money for. What are you talking about?" I'm like, no, 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 it's bad. It's a bad, like good, like you know. So it was uh... <laughs> that that generation. I think we're inverting a lot of words to go from negative to positive, weren't they? Like, wicked is another one. Wicked, yeah. Um, you know, dope, you know, that, that's, uh, that was a lot of drug dealers, uh, would, would <laughs> sell that pharmaceutical. It was a bad thing, but it was spun. It's <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> Terrible. It's, it's wicked. It's wicked. That's what it is. Well, Donnie, speaking of all that terminology and the terminology from Jamaica, Queens, I have amassed a little collection of words and phrases Okay. Do you do me the honor of playing my translator? <laughs> I will attempt. I will attempt. <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. First off, word. A word is like I agree with that. Like I in I agree in emphasis. Word. Like word like T. Word. Word. What? I love that. It's 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 almost biblical, isn't it? It's like word of God. Like, yes. It's like preach. It, preach. Is. God. it is. Absolutely. Yes, that's exactly. Merit in those words. Word. Um, I guess this is an extension of that, but I'm not sure. Word to mummy. <laughs> um, yes and no. Okay. Yes. <laughs> are you are you put off by my pronunciation of it? No, 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 not at all, not at all. But here's, here's where it it shifted. It was it shifted right. So word to whatever right right but mummy we've never said mummy mummy is definitely this is this is uh an english i think a situation mummy but we would say moms oh where to mom or mom or moms or moms girl all the moms big mama (laughs) but seriously big mama is especially in the black community in the states is Typically, um, mama is big, right? yes. and she's referred to as big mama. So it could be word to moms, word to but big. Also, moms. it's kind of like it reflects the importance of the matriarch, doesn't it? It's like big mama is kind of sort of almost oracle like. Yes, yes, I like that. I like that. See, you always I like your uh, how you dissect. Oh, I am. I'm, I'm a kind of a lexical surgeon. I'm always here with my scalpel, but what does it mean? mean? Where yeah, did that mean. come from? I'm yeah. obsessed with provenance, darling. Big provenance mom. is the source of my turn on. Word? I can have a provenance orgasm. Word to big mama. Word to big... <laughs> um, brick. Brick, yes. Brick. Uh, uh, so brick is like coal. Like, you know, it's... it's it's you Actually, it's interesting. You normally would say it's brick cold outside. So you're really saying it is so cold. It's like, you know, like bricks are hitting you in the face. That's how cold it is. Oh, my. I love that. I love that. 
Yes. Whack. Whack. Yeah. Whack is terrible. It's bad. It's not good. Whack is bad. I love that because actually if something's awful, it hits you right in the solar plexus, doesn't it? Bam. You know, it's like that. It's like, it's physical almost. Yes. Whack. Whack. I like that very much. ODing. Oh, well, well, that's another one that was flipped. You know, if, if you yes. OD as an overdose, uh, yes. typically on dope, that's not a good thing. Right? That's uh, not uh, a good so thing. Overdosing and not overdoing. I thought it might be like overdoing, but yes. ODing is, is a contraction of overdosing. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So, so, so to OD, that's actually, it depends on the situation because something could be OD. And if something is OD, it's phenomenal it's over the top it's oh wow yeah it's like tom's podcast is od you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah right but you don't want to go on to tom's podcast and od you know what i mean that's not what you want to do because unless you're ODing on lexicon and that is allowed there you go uh my bad Oh yeah, that's this. My bad is uh, similar to the basket, but my bad is my mistake. Um, you know, so my I'm sorry. My Do bad. you know I I really like that because I guess the translation is my fault. That's my fault. But felita, the Latin root meaning uh, shortcomings or failings, sort of says it sort of has an inbuilt excuse. It's like I'm human. I'm fallible, which is from the same root. You know, I'm imperfect, so I'm bound to make mistakes. Whereas my bad sort of says, no, it's my bad choice. It's my bad decision. It takes much more ownership. Yes, it's vulnerability. That. Yes. Oh, gosh, you're absolutely right. Yes. 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 I like that. I like that. Um, I'll, I'll use my bad more often then. <laughs> you don't have that many bad. First <laughs> uh, bucket. Okay. So thirsty. Okay. So, and thirsty is extremely desperate, typically used in uh-huh. relationships, right? So, yeah. Oh, I see. I see. It's like we might use needy. Yes. Yes. And so, it's extreme because they're not just parched. They are thirsty. They want to guzzle. They are. Yes, they are parched. <laughs> they are parched. <laughs> so if, if someone ever calls you thirsty... That is whack to me. That's whack. You never want to do that. Yeah, I just say, don't even go there. That's whack. And and then I All will right. be right next to you, Tom, saying, word some big mama. <laughs> <laughs> Flanking me. Yes. Um, okay, last but not least, and I know this is a favorite of yours, dope. Dope. I love dope. I love <laughs> you just I want it part. now. <laughs> I love dope. <laughs> He says, brandishing his doobie. Okay, he's not really, I promise. I know this is important. I can say anything. You can say anything. Yeah. Goes on. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, uh, I don't want to see that, darling. <laughs> Before the water check. Put that away. Put that away. Oh my goodness. Oh gosh. Um, the children are in the flat, aren't they? <laughs> But they they say the same things to me. It's terrible. <laughs> I you know it's you know it's honest. The honest truth is I can't even repeat to you what my six year old tells me. That's how <laughs> crazy it is. But um, but dope. The reason the, the reason why I love dope for in terms of the, the phrase yes. is because 
right after hip hop was created in, in the mid 1970s, you had uh, a terrible drug war happening in the United States, right? That was the cocaine crack epidemic decimating yeah. a lot of black communities. And yes, it was dope yes. that was that was doing it. And so part of what I consider to be almost this internal war on it were a lot of people from the streets flipping the meaning to talk about dope being, you know, dope as in good, right? Dope boy. He's a good guy, right? And so yeah. so I I just I just love I love the the history of the word. Uh and I do it I use it. Back agency, doesn't it? Like when you when you take a language, uh hiccup if you like and then you invert it to your benefit and you have the agency you know it's 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 like queer which has kind of gone through a metamorphosis and um i think there are all manner of words like that i i completely agree it's the only way you can reclaim the power isn't it it is it is and to almost go full circle in our conversation you think about the enslaved who didn't have their last name yes it was truly it's about identity and not and feeling as if they didn't have ownership over this thing that was so critical to their identity which is their surname right and yes. so dope as you said it's 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 taking agency over over that word. So I think it's, it's, it's powerful. It has been beyond dope having you <laughs> yesterday, darling. I just love you beyond measure. I t- um, T, you, you are a bad, bad, bad human being. <laughs> and a very <laughs> A bad human being that I love. It, it's <laughs> been my pleasure. Thank you, darling. Farewell. Be soon. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. T- put on some clothes, please. Next time. <laughs> like put some clothes on when you interview someone. You should have clothes on. <laughs> so, that's so whack. That is. It's terrible. Talking to Paul has romantic words dancing upon my grey matter. Paramour, a beautiful French term for a lover. It's really a contraction of Par amour, through love. In an age where matches were determined by wealth and class, the par amour was rare and often extramarital. Only later, when through love became ubiquitous, did the paramour become simply a romantic interest. Soulmate. The ancient Egyptians believed in split-soul theory. The legend was that lovers were created as pairs, sharing one soul. One day, the lovers angered the gods, who determined the soul would be split, and the lovers cast apart, destined to wander the earth, seeking their soulmate. Well, it's time for me to down my mic and take my daily promenade. Who knows, perhaps I'll find my soulmate. If you've enjoyed this episode, remember, it's but one button on the blouse. For more, do subscribe, bestow your stars and comments. I read every one. In the meantime, oodles of love. This has been a Monkey Kingdom and Acast production.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.